all you good people and give me some time. A tale I will tell you of a day long gone by. To northern Ontario in song we will speed. And sing of the men here on Lake Nipissing. Sing of the swampers who cleared out the roads. And of the teamsters who carried the loads. To the swift runners and drivers they be. Work in the lake here in Nipissing. Come hell or high water, black flies or deep snow. For the Lakers are the toughest you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lake Show. What else is it that you are yearning to know? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Lake Show. What else do you want to know? It is currently episode 28th of our programming, and uh, it's currently minus 10, mostly cloudy in the forecast here in North Bay. Uh, we got a little bit of snow expected in the forecast later on this week, but uh, for Today, you know, I think it's going to pan out to be pretty good. we got a high of minus 9 and a low of minus 24. So get your boots on, maybe grab a scarf, and don't forget those mitts, folks, because it's going to be a little chilly out there. <laughs> oh! Salty, what's up? I'm uh, doing good, man, but yeah, you're right. It's getting chilly out there. Uh, it's first day today where I actually, like, had to warm up the car first, make sure yeah. it was ready to go. Like, it wasn't one of those, like, you couldn't get in and out and just get going on the roads. You had yeah. to prepare your car. I bought a scraper stuff. last week. Wow, good, nice. Where'd you go? Um, just, you know, I was at Sobeys there, grabbing a couple essential items, I'll say. And um, <laughs> I saw it there, $4.99, good deal. I'm more of a Dollarama scraper guy, go through one or two a year. But here I am, grabbing a better scraper, and I think I'm a better man because of it. Adulting. Yeah, it's growing up, I had a hockey up. stick in the back of really? my truck, and I was using that, and just wasn't... <laughs> Was not cutting it. What part of the hockey stick were you using? Like I just, I'd look like I was taking slaps at my windshield. <laughs> I'd just be whacking at it. I was swinging like a bat. You should see my windshield too. Like my windshield looks like a volleyball net. Like if a lot of people I know, they say, oh, I knew it was your truck because I could see the cobwebbed windshield on way. I've been meaning to get a new one for six years. It oh, hasn't happened man. yet. But anyways. I used to use a, well, I didn't, but my dad used to have a, a curling broom, but like, with a protector on it or whatever, like oh, the, the cover, yeah. so you just reach anywhere and stuff. But you, you know, you couldn't use that for ice. But for snow, it was perfect. Oh, yeah, that's actually it was like a broom, idea. basically. Yeah, I had a I had a buddy I used to play with, and his old man gave him a leaf blower, <laughs> a, a mini leaf blower. Man, like, and his, dad, like, his dad had one too, and they'd just come humming out of their trucks. No way. And they'd be spraying it. And it would be hilarious. I was like, that's so unnecessary. <laughs> he would just have it in the back of his truck. Oh, all see, time. I had a leaf blower just sitting in the back of his truck. Wow, it was that's hilarious. sick. Yeah. Same guy also, I don't know why I need to tell this story, same guy, His he drives a truck, mm -hmm. and his father for his birthday, um, my buddy from Calgary there, and <laughs> I'll say his name, is Brady, anyways, he has a cabin in BC, about a three hour drive away, so they're doing a lot of drives, and on this drive to BC, you gotta take Highway 93, and you gotta go on this stretch where there's no gas stations or whatever for a while, so, you know, you gotta go to the bathroom, you're pulling over into the ditch, and yeah. you know, you're doing your thing, so I guess... You know, maybe going to the bathroom wasn't always wasn't always a quick little leak. You know, maybe you got to do number two. You got to you know you got to get a little more involved. So what does his dad do for Christmas? Oh, he takes, a, he makes he welds two like these three bars of metal, and he puts it and he gets a trailer hitch like attachment for it. <laughs> so when you have to go to the bathroom in his truck, you go into the back seat and he has a toilet oh, seat and you put it into the hitch of the truck and you just, and he has a little toilet paper thing for it and you just sit there on it and it's just like you're literally in the bathroom oh and his dad God. took one of I played junior with him took his name bar from the year that we played and yeah. put it above the toilet so when you have it it just says his name and his number and it's his little like his little dumper off the back of his truck it's unbelievable I've never tried it. I've I don't seen know him if use I should it. be totally impressed or grossed out by the story. Like, right, it's, it's pretty hilarious when yeah. you just see him sitting on the back of his truck on the that side of the highway funny, waving yeah. as people go by. Anyways, I don't know how we got there, but it's pretty crazy. Yeah, well. Well, you got to do what you got to do on the road is, I guess, what I'm saying, right? You That's know, you the gotta, moral of the story. You got to right? make it happen. Any good road trip stories? I've been lucky to do some sweet road trips because yeah. I used to live in New Brunswick and I would drive from Calgary. Right. I'd have some big ones. We talked about my near death experience. That's right. Way back States, with right? Jared. Yeah. Jared was Jared actually sent me a little snap the other day. He was re-listening to his episode. 
You got to get him back? Yeah. <laughs> no, I did a couple good roadies with him. Um, lots of road trips. You know, I remember doing a couple of road trips, and the only reason I knew what North Bay was was because I'd driven through it. Because really? through Trans Canada like, comes yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah. So I remember, like, driving through here. And traditionally, when I would drive across Canada, coming from Calgary, you go, if you're going all the way across the country, I'd usually, personally, I'd go Calgary, go to Winnipeg, stop for a night. Then I'd usually try to make it all the way to Wawa, oh, wow. and then I'd get to North Bay usually the next day. Jeez, how long? Like, what's is this like a weekly thing? Like, or a, thirty-two like a hour thing? drive door to door from wow. my parents' place to and New Brunswick uh, to Calgary to go to my parents' place. It's only sixteen hours to like my grandma's place in New Brunswick, so that's right. a day trip. But um, you know what? One thing I will recommend: a lot of people love traveling. They love it. Yeah, they're over there. They're in Taiwan, Vietnam, <laughs> maybe Bali. A lot of people haven't traveled Canada. That's true, actually. They haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, that's a good topic. Not a lot of people give a darn. Wow. Give a darn, too, it seems. I'll, I'll play the devil's advocate here, though. And the thing is, is like it's so expensive to travel in our oh, own yeah. country. Right? That's like, true. You that's take a plane ride to BC, you'd be cheaper to go to Thailand. To go to Thailand. 100% you know I mean? like, cheaper. So I, like, I completely understand what you're saying. Like, I'd rather people travel their own country and get to know like where we're at, because we, we are very lucky to have this yeah. entire country to ourselves. But... Uh, well, not to ourselves, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I know what you're saying. But yeah, the, the flights are just insane and stuff. So I don't know. I, f- I feel like if there was a company that could go out there and make it like a Canadian company to, to help us out, it would be great. It's absurd. Um, but I, I yeah, follow this guy on I follow this guy on Twitter, and he's always just tweeting flight deals. But it's always really? like it's always American, like 90 percent right. of the time. And you can get like a domestic flight. Like um, this is obviously before taxes yeah. and fees, but like they're advertising them for like 30 bucks a pop to fly across the whole country. That's nuts. And like, I don't know, I think this was my second year here. I flew home to Calgary from North Bay. Mm-hmm. Air Canada was the only option. Well, I guess Porter would have been there that year, but they don't fly to Calgary. So yeah. I took Air Canada and I it took me a while to book the flight. I didn't book it as early as I should. Mm-hmm. For, just to get there, not a round trip to get home was 750 bucks. For a wow, flight to, just to get there. Flight from North Bay to Toronto, Toronto to Calgary. And you get to Europe for a round trip if you're going yeah. Iceland or something like that. Easily, round trip probably even less than yeah like it's just i don't know i don't get why that is i don't know that's or phone question. plans like we pay up the butt here for yeah. you know or cell phones and data plans and whatnot like i remember a couple of years ago uh guillaume node like hockey alumni <laughs> guy who would love to come on this show too we'll have to talk to him about that yeah but he um family's from germany so he goes home for a little christmas break he pops over to europe there and he gets like a a card for a week with unlimited data and all this stuff for like 20 bucks and he was there for like and i'm like that's like an eighth of our phone plan and it was better than our phone plan yeah he was getting down there anyways just you know what some things need to be addressed maybe you know <laughs> i don't know why that happens is it just because we pay for it they just keep doing it because we will pay for it honestly like probably some it's part of it not all of it obviously but no. it's part of it because like if you call in and like you hear this all the time now like bell and rogers are competing and stuff if you go like, oh, I'm just going to call Bell, then Rogers automatically drops their price right away. You know what I mean? Like if you actually go through, the, it's just, you now have to call them and go through that process, which is brutal because they're terrible at answering and then they send you to like 19 different spots because they know that people don't want to go through the process. They're just going to pay for it instead. But guilty. Yeah, same. Um, if you do go through the process, you can get it cheaper because they, like, I'm sure their margins are through the roof, man. Oh, I couldn't imagine yeah. for what they're offering anyway. Yeah. Oh, anyways. anyways. <laughs> you know what? It's just one of those things, right? Yeah. That's all you can say. One of those things. Mm. Fortunately, I don't think I'm going to change it. <laughs> it's not my job. Maybe if Justin's listening up, we'll get something going. Justin, you hear us? <laughs> Make so changes. <laughs> um, semester's in full swing, Salty. Mm-hmm. January 16th, it is today, Thursday, 11 a.m. Here we are in the boardroom making decisions. We just finished an immaculate interview. I'll go as far to say immaculate with uh, good friends of ours. Yep. Mason Blay, Michaela Bolpe. 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 Yeah. Great people, smart people, two captains of varsity teams. Great to have them in talking about their involvement with this illustrious institution. And um, we'll we'll pass you on to there in a bit. Um, but uh, before that, uh, how's the semester starting up the last one? How do you feel? Good, man. I got but, but like uh, four weeks left here, I think. The countdown is on. I got about a month left. And then um, you're back in placement? And then I'm back home for placement. So it's coming in quick. I don't know. I, I, I was talking to somebody about it yesterday. It's like right now there's a month, so you can't see the finish line. You know, it's kind of like in the haze. It's like not a big deal. I think in two weeks when you can finally see the date and you're in February and you can see when it's going to come down, that's going to be the tougher uh, tougher times for me. You know, it'll be six years. and be tough 
tough to say goodbye, but yeah, it's it's exciting. There's a lot of stuff going on and uh, trying to make the most of it for the last month here. But how about you? Yeah, same here, honestly. It's just a weird feeling, you know, mm-hmm. like I, we talked about it last episode, you know, these years and years in a row, you just, you know, you're coming back, you know, that's yeah. your plan for the next couple of years Definitely. and, you know, in the forefront. So here we are, buddy, about to embark on that great unknown. <laughs> um, the way I look at it, though, you know, you can be uh, worried about it, not knowing which direction you're going to be. Maybe you have a job uh, all set up for you, or maybe you have no idea what you're going to do. Just go with the flow. And the world is your oyster. <laughs> And you can harvest whatever you want from that oyster because you're educated by this institution. Here you go. And you're ready. <laughs> Use it as an exciting time, folks. You know, school's upon us. You've been doing lots of work yet? Again, there. It's starting to heat up. What about, what about you? No, I haven't really picked yet? it up no. yet. I need to honestly, you know, get it in gear here. Um, we were talking about procrastination yeah, a little bit that was earlier. A big, big chat we were having. And it was something that I, I don't know if I. Because obviously, you know, going through university, we've done hundreds of assignments now, mm-hmm. tons of courses, lots of different subjects we've been exposed to. And we were talking about this earlier because me and Salty are just Johnny procrastination. <laughs> um, I've started to realize that maybe I like this procrastination fuel my fire. It, we were talking yeah. about this, like sometimes, you know, if I get a too big of a head start on something. Sloppy. It's sloppy. You know, I don't have that fire to direct me where I need to go, and when I need to get there. Yeah, you made a good comparison, too. We are journalists. We're right? journalists. <laughs> Clearly, if we're talking here. Independent uh, journalists. And you're saying, if, you know, journalists, you're, you're going to have those deadlines, and you got to meet the yeah. deadline, and we're, maybe that's just kind of how we're, we were wired. Yeah. Terrible advice. Don't ever take what <laughs> yeah, we're about to say. But this it does is, not actually work. But <laughs> This is what we decided. <laughs> like, think about if you worked at a newspaper, maybe some sort of magazine, what would you do? Like, you know, you got a deadline, you're there at 10 p.m., you're on your desk, the news got to be on the newsstand 6 a.m. And you got to get that article out there. What are you going to do? Are you going to just, you know, fail, not meet that deadline? <laughs> or are you going to push through and make it happen? That's what I thought of one day when I was sitting there. I was like procrastinating. I was like, why do I do this to myself every day? And you I was like, procrastinating, talking about procrastination to yourself? 100%. Yeah, fair. Procrastinating, but thinking about it. Yeah. And I thought, what, it, like, think about all these people that live by deadlines. Like, you know, they don't have, they don't have two weeks. You don't look at, oh, next month I have an assignment due on the third. They don't get that luxury. <laughs> so why should I? Practicing for the real world. Pressure crazy. makes diamonds, right? Pressure yeah. makes diamonds. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Cream just, to the top. It, I'm 100%. But I just thought, you know, what are, oh, I'd love to hear someone else's thoughts. You know, I wish I could, maybe by science, I bet you they did a study or something like that. You can see you know, a lot of people are getting their best work under the gun. Yeah. I think myself included. I was like talking about it, uh, we're talking with a couple of people too about university and like kind of the impact on it's had in our lives and stuff. And one of the biggest things is like the cool thing about university is like it kind of shows you how to think a little bit. Like it changes your perspective on a lot of stuff, right? Like it asks, you start que- like questioning everything. That's what I found too. It's like after seeing a lot of studies, especially in like a more of a scientific program where it's like uh, a lot of it were study based. It's like everything that we have ever established has been questioned and has been going through, you know, the studies and stuff like that. So it's like, why has this happened? Why has this happened? So I don't know if you've, like, the program is obviously a little different, but has that mindset kind of changed for you as well? No, 100%. I found um, maybe through university, and I think this is obviously, you know, every degree is unique in its own right, but I think university as a whole maybe gets you just thinking a little differently. Maybe like dissecting things in a way you wouldn't have thought before or just like, in a sense, university just sets us up to be able to learn, to yeah. get, you know, to understand new processes and, you know, get the most out of ourselves. And I don't even think like, you know, in a majority of the point, you know, it's not like we're learning stuff that we're going to take directly and, you know, apply to the real world, but we might be taking the skills that we have found to learn and exactly. develop and, you know, so on and so forth. So I think it's just important to come here and get what you can out of it. Not necessarily saying every single course, every single line you lead might be applied into the real world, but you know that just might be a concept that you don't mm-hmm. grasp, and we're able to put towards something else, you know, that you can bring. Yeah, table. especially now where like all the information is kind of at your fingertips, right? You can get any information you want, almost every information you want at your fingertips at any time. So it's nice to see the process behind it and see how it all goes down and how we find this information and kind of how we go through the steps. So that was one of the things that we were, I was chatting about with someone too. I thought I'd bring it up. So yeah, hundred percent. I do find that it's just so funny too, like. You can tell, like, just our current school system, it's just, it's with all that historical, like, arithmetic, like, you know, regurgitation of, like, information. And then now we have the internet and all this technology that makes 
like almost the memorization of all this information that we needed to have before, like mm-hmm. almost obsolete because it's like, I have the ability to find that out in two seconds. Exactly. Like, why am I going to yeah. waste all this time memorizing all this yeah. stuff when we all have phones in our pockets and all this stuff that we can find out immediately? It is a very interesting time in education because we're at that crossroad, right? We're kind of in that 100%. like, yeah, we're kind of going through where the past is meeting the future and like, are we going to make a difference? Are we going to change this? Or are we going to keep going as we are? So it is very interesting how the system is going to change throughout the next couple of years because it's really in that, it's in the oven right now. We're cooking something up, so we got to change something because right now it's, oh, yeah. uh, we're still kind of stuck in the past. Well, there's bit. that evolution that's going to take place too because yeah, I think exactly. we have to start, you know, you've heard people talk about this debate a lot, but like, you know, human beings need to start learning things that machines aren't. Yeah. Like we, yeah, we can be great at math and stuff and that's all. We need mm-hmm. to do that for problem solving capabilities and whatnot to apply that to things. But, you know, our kids are going to be, you know, the workforce is going to look a lot different in the Definitely. generation than it does now. And even in 10 years, like think about what's happened in the past 10 years, the it's last nuts. decade. The decade has been insane. Like before this past decade passed, there wasn't online banking. There weren't iPads. Yeah. iPhones were, you know, around, but they weren't even close. Self-driving cars. Like there's just, that's one decade. Imagine the next decade. Like, that's what I mean. And it's just going to be exponentially quicker too, how it goes, right? Mm-hmm. Because the technology we're building, that technology is going to develop more technology even faster because we already have that base now and stuff, right? So it's just going to keep going, moving faster and faster. So a lot of it's going to depend on how quick you can adapt to certain things. Right? 100%. Which is like, as a, like obviously bringing it back as a teacher, like how quick can you adapt to a new system to help your students, right? Like how quick can you uh, find a way to make sure that you use this technology and bring it for the best for your students and stuff. So I'm, and I'm sure it's the same in business, right? Like how quick can you learn different programs so that they can make more money and use it for your advantage. So that that's going to be a different 100%. different way to, to learn and to an education too that we're going to have to adapt. So yeah. That's a good chat. No, it was a good chat. Yeah. One thing I will say, and I don't know, this is, this is a personal opinion maybe (laughs) it's not backed with evidence but um recently i don't know why i got tiktok i did too yeah what i jumped on everyone talks about like how it's gonna be the new thing like it's gonna be a couple weeks ago i was like you know what i gotta check it see what it's about it's awful yeah well i don't don't mind it it's not bad but like yeah uh, what it's like how it's being used is terrible yeah that's true that's true like society's twisted and flipped it upside down (laughs) well i just find like I'm not trying to like, I don't find anything funny on TikTok. Mm. I find it's lazy. It's, a lot of it's copied from a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's it's the just thing. trends. A trend. Yeah. And then the, the, whatever's a trending video, yeah. everyone will go and create the exact same video. That's true. That's true. I get that. And it's not even original or funny yeah. at all. And they're literally doing the exact same thing, mm. but so weird. I don't understand that at all. Or like yeah. that app, whatever logarithm it happens. If you go to that for you page, you'll yeah. be scrolling down it. You could see a, a video that's got, millions of views it's got 500,000 plus likes and then the next one you scroll through has zero likes and, I know, and one yeah, view so you have the ability to basically put stuff out that could be seen by anyone that's like true. you could have no followers you could throw a video out there and that thing could be seen on the for you page and for some reason blow up it's probably blowing up because random people now are starting to blow up on on uh, on tiktok right it's like it's the one at, like avenue where people mm-hmm. can actually try and get as many likes as you can because of what you just said right because you can get onto so many different ways so quick because so, Instagram, you really have to build from your friend group, and then that friend group has to, you know, develop it. Same thing with Twitter; it's like you have to retweet. Whereas, like here, maybe it's easier to get out there, so it's just like more. Hundred you know, percent. I think that's yeah, like the part where the people are, are looking at. Because right now, you're hearing like, st- I have students in class be like, "Oh, I just had like four thousand likes or re." I don't know what it's called, but um, on my on TikTok, and I'm blowing up, and I was like, "Wow, like what? How does that happen?" One of the you know girls I mean? here that works at the desk, she got like sixty thousand likes on a TikTok. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's how they're getting up that which is a great business app like avenue to use if there's if they know people are craving to get noticed. So the algorithm is built for that. Maybe it's that's right. what oh, yeah. well, it, I think it, yeah. whatever it is, it's we're definitely crack, we're cracking the code here is what we're doing. We're, we're just scientists. Yeah, you're welcome. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't know, it'd just be interesting to see where all this goes and you know what, I bet you TikTok will be something that's still around in ten years. Because remember Vine? Yeah, oh yeah. Rest in peace of Vine. Yeah. That was an app. I feel like, yeah, that's true. I feel like personally, maybe I'm biased because I actually was used Vine. Uh, Vine was cool. Well, Vine was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Well, Vine was what TikTok is now, but was more original. Yeah. Right? Like, and you only had the six seconds instead of 60. Yeah, true. See, the thing is though, like I don't like about TikTok is some of them are so stupid. Yeah. You could watch a minute TikTok and wait like I saw one, like it was kind of funny, but like it was a guy like huge box jump in a gym. Yeah. And he's just like at the bottom of it, like ready to jump. He's like, this is crazy. And he doesn't jump. Oh, I hate So I watched moment. a minute, yeah. a minute of my life God. down the drain. I wanted to take my phone and just throw it a country mile. 
Because that guy just wasted a minute of my life. I'll I know. I hate those. But I've gotten caught what? on a couple of those too. And that'll happen on that app. Yeah. Anyways. That's how they got yeah. What are we talking about? I have no idea. Should we, we throw it over to our interview? I think we should. Yeah. We were uh, very lucky, like I said before, have these two on. Uh, we talked about some great school events coming on and basically got a little bit of a wrap up about what to expect for the rest of January and uh, great events coming up. So we'll patch you on over to them. Two very smart, well put together young athletes. Bingo. We're happy to bring them on for you, folks. This is The Lake Show. This is episode 28, our interview segment. On to them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our cozy little nook here up at the Athletic Center where we do all of our professional interviews in our world-class recording studio. Folks, we have two members of our beloved athletic community here with us today. We have fourth-year student Michaela Volpe from Whitby, Ontario, a fourth-year member of our women's varsity soccer program, a current biology student. And then we also have Mason Blay from Edam, Saskatchewan, another fourth-year varsity athlete on the men's volleyball program. Welcome to the Lake Show, both of you. It's nice to be here. <laughs> Thanks for having us. What an introduction. Uh, well, I, was choked. I choked a couple of times. <laughs> but um, it's been a while since we had, uh, you know, two people on for an interview, you know, yep. two different sports. So I'm happy to have both of you on. Um, we also have two members of the Student Athletic Advisory Committee. Uh, Otherwise known as the SAC. The SAC. <laughs> the hard seat. The SAC of the organization. There you go. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about what that is and your involvement with that, which takes place once a week, I believe. All teams involved? Most teams involved? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So like Harp said, it's the Student-Athlete Advisory Committee. So in a nutshell, basically what we're trying to do is enhance the student-athlete experience on campus and put on a bunch of different events, do volunteer work and stuff like that. So... Yeah, we try and uh, make sure all the teams get together and meet and we talk about how our seasons are going, how we can get up and support each other, different volunteering activities that we're doing, and what we can do to make the athletic experience better, but then as a whole school, that experience better with all the students. So one of the reasons why you're here this week too is because we have a big event coming up uh, this weekend, right? The Shoot for the Cure. Do you guys want to touch up on that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. So Shoot for the Cure, uh, women's basketball is hosting a fundraiser. Uh, it's for a great cause for cancer. Um yeah, lots of stuff going on there. Michaela can kind of add on to that. So. Yeah, so they've got lots of awesome prizes out. Um, they've got Raptors tickets up for grabs, a 32-inch smart TV, a $200 check, and what else is there? I don't know. There's a, a new speaker, I heard. Oh, yeah, a nice speaker. speaker yeah. yeah. Yeah, a new speaker. And then Breaking even news. if you don't win, and you so they're going to take three students from the crowd for each prize and uh, have them do an activity. Even if you get chosen and you don't win the TV or whatever the big prize is, you still get to go home with gift cards. So that's pretty that's sweet. sweet. That is pretty sweet. Uh, will be all around for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a rumor that I'll be picking names too. So if you see me at the door, you want to give me a little high five. Or just something to let me know you're there. It might help. There's also a little bit of a rumor that our very own Salticus oh, Samard <laughs> will be on the mic emceeing the event. Is that true? I can confirm the rumor. Breaking news oh, on the show, yeah. You're going to be running up and down uh, those aisles. I will be sweating up a storm in the aisles coming up and down. I also heard there's going to be a bus coming down from Laurentian. Uh, so it's going to be a packed house. It should be fun. So we're going to try and get the Lakers crew out too, and we're going to get it going. And hopefully, uh, if everybody's coming, bring your pots and pans. We're going to make as much noise as possible. We're going to have our drums and our kit, but we're going to try and make even more noise if we can. Yeah, women's basketball has asked that everyone come out a little bit early. Game starts at 5.30, but if we could all head out there a little bit early and uh, pack the stands behind their bench so that the Laurentian fan bus doesn't get in there, uh, that would be awesome because yeah. we're going to yeah. have a little cheer off and we sure as heck don't want to lose to our northern rivals. No, so. we will not lose at home. No, we no, can't. Absolutely yeah. not. No, and we also got the women's hockey military appreciation game. Uh, I believe that's on Saturday. Uh, Lakers men's volleyball will not be able to attend shoot for the cure, but we will be bringing our pots and pans to the hockey game. There we go. Noise, and it's going to be a great time. Great weekend. Great initiative, and um, I believe this is the maybe the first time that the women's has had theirs like apart from the men's. Or right. I, but you should see the jerseys they have. Oh God, they're I'm probably not allowed. Turk showed me them the other yeah. day. I thought Turk was keeping them under wraps. I thought everything. Well, was you know, we got a, we got a couple sneak peeks here they on the Lakers foolish. podcast, and the right. girls were practicing and part of them yesterday. Oh really? Like, wow. They're gonna be sick. Like I'm, yeah. no one in the OUA has ever worn jerseys like that. So no, they're unbelievable. Honestly, worth <laughs> it to come out and support just to see the jerseys. But <laughs> yeah. honestly, it's are they auctioning them off? I, th I believe yeah, so. Yeah. You're going to want to get there. Yeah. I can't imagine many yeah. of the girls will be letting those not no, be true. bought by themselves. So, uh, great, another great cause. Um, all the money donated from that is uh, the MR MFRC, I believe, is the organization all the money goes to. So, another great initiative by Nipissing. Um, so, lots going on this weekend. If you're in yeah. town, um, 
lots of games you can get to be a part of. And like we said, lots of prizes going out for Shoe for the Cure, where we say $200 check, a 32-inch smart TV, two tickets to a Raptors game. Are they courtside? We don't know. Salty might tell you when he gives you And um, you got to bring me with you, though. If you walk in, maybe you want, you want a little extra chance at the prize. Maybe rub a little shoulder. Maybe look at a little elbow over to Salty. Maybe throw him a 10 or two. Maybe he'll get your name on the mic. Because he's the one with you want to call in the shots. But you got to get into the building to get a prize. I want to know, are the events going to be, I think it's a free throw competition or something like that? Uh, I actually, I think they've kept the events pretty well under wraps from oh, us at least. Wow. So oh, no it's... one's been able to practice for the free throw contest, but I might head back out to the gym and practice before I have to go to class. Yeah, there you go. So if, <laughs> you see a line of people lining up for free throws. Everyone's taking free throws. <laughs> yeah, and starting to practice. Throws. It's like free tuition all over again. Yeah, I, I heard a rumor there might just be a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> in the center you know, we tried. said giant sumo suits. So. I was all over that, man. The I thought it would have been hilarious. Yeah, if you get... <laughs> <laughs> so hear me out, okay? Because nobody else did. So we were gonna have a bunch of tickets. Actually, that's not true. Nobody, not nobody else did. But we couldn't find the sumo suits. So it would be like a blue team and a, and a red team. One person's in the blue sumo suit. One person's in the red sumo suit. If you when you walk in the door, you buy either blue or red. Then at halftime, they just go at it. It'd be like me or and you. They wanted me and you to go at it or like Mac and Chris or somebody <laughs> funny. And then like be a joke fight, whatever. And then if like the red team wins, then everybody that bought the red ticket would go in the raffle and blue ticket. Kick rocks, you're gone. Win. Yeah, hey, that could so, have been a good fun, right? Right, that'd be that would have been pretty funny. Salty's but, just brainstorming you know, on a lot, <laughs> a lot of red tape to go through on that one. <laughs> My money would have been on Mac. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. she brings the thunder around these parts for sure. <laughs> Somebody said like Rob and Doc or something too, like that would be oh, hilarious. Doc. Yeah, Doc. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Nipsing's got the budget for it, but they should do a <laughs> half court shot for free tuition. Oh man, awesome! Oh yeah, I, I want to say my first year they did it once. For free tuition. Yeah, I want to. I don't know why. I feel like they. This was done once, Did but the guy missed. No, they, it was probably like a very strategic. Someone probably pick. like. Yeah, yeah. Someone probably tripped him when he. Photos <laughs> <bust him. laughs> <laughs> uh, online. Photos online. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why I'm thinking that. Maybe I dreamt. Imagine it. Many people were sweating up in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yes, yes. <laughs> that would be sweet. Um, oh. Yeah. What else could? <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to think of other stuff they could do at halftime. Be funny. Bubble soccer. Bubble soccer. That's what I think. Does Does Nipsing own their own bubble soccer? No, there's a company that comes in a lot though. They're like associated with oh, us. Okay. Because yeah, so. that used to be a big thing around here. Mm-hmm. They? Do you still do intramural bubble soccer? No, oh. bubble soccer is the worst. I've thing. never played it. In my <laughs> life. Played. It's so hard, and it, like because you're always grabbing onto these like um, handles inside yeah. the bubble, and it gets all like cuffed up, and people are bleeding sometimes out of them, <laughs> and then you're just getting tossed around. You look, you're not actually playing a sport. You're just getting hit and if, if you're looking to get hit then that's fun like whatever yeah like the first couple and then after a while like okay like i can do this somewhere else <laughs> i need to get rocked every like three that's minutes the only why reason why i would play is just to hit people yeah exactly and you like get a couple in you but then afterwards it's kind of like ah that was fun <laughs> yeah, but you know cars with soccer balls yeah exactly a couple shots in yeah it'd yeah. be funny in the ice like i've seen when they do it on the ice which is a hazard but it's it's pretty funny when like people go for like sliding oh, yeah. you know what i mean like that makes sense but Maybe, yeah. maybe back to reality here. Yeah, <laughs> so just to throw it back to the SAC committee, right? That's S-A-A-C. 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 SAC. Okay, cool. So going back to the committee, how does it kind of go down when you guys have an event that you want to do? And like, what's the steps to kind of get to uh, the end product like this weekend? Yeah, so basically, like, we have our meetings right in this room. Uh, usually Vito's in here. He said he's going to bring us donuts next time. He's been saying that for a month. So. Vito, if you're listening to donuts, please donuts. Please. Yeah, so anyway, so we come in. We got one representative from uh, each team. We for the come, most part. For the most part. Mental. <laughs> yeah, well. um, so yeah, we come out uh, for about an hour every week. And we talk about just, we pretty much just brainstorm on ideas we want to do. And yeah, we just kind of chat for an hour and come up with ideas yeah for the most part it's teams that have come up with their own ideas so basketball i think this is their sixth year now that they're doing shoot for the cure so that's something that they do um but they brought it up to us just trying to make it a bigger thing and make sure that it's known and what else can we do to promote it so then it kind of fell on every other team to get it on their instagram feeds and talk to everybody that they know making sure that everybody gets out and support it so it's just kind of making sure that athletics is all on the same page supporting each other this might be a loaded question here but um being on the student athletic advisory committee, uh, do we think that like our I don't know our athletic involvement as a school is where it should be, or like for where we're at, or do you think maybe that we have a long way to go? Maybe I don't know. I think like after being on the committee for a couple months now, I think 
we're we're in a good spot, but I think as a whole university, I think we can do so much more. I think we can do a lot of cool things, and I think we can really enhance the experience for all students at Nipissing University for sure. Yeah, I think um, I've actually been on the committee for two years, but it got reworked uh, this year so that it's all uh, it's all teams before it was like upper school officials, if you want to call it. Um, so it's cool working with all the teams together and everything. I think, like Mason said, we're in a good spot getting it started and reworking the committee. But I think definitely as a small school and in a small community, it does kind of fall on us to make sure that we're getting out in the community, uh, giving back to the people who support us and come watch our games. Uh, and just making sure that the university is really involved in the community and that we're out and we're a presence and giving back. So that could definitely, it's, it's in the works to make sure that there's some teams that are doing really well so far and there's some teams who kind of need to catch up. So getting us all on the same page and making sure that we're really giving back. No, I think that's definitely a good initiative. Um, community involvement being so important. I think we're a pretty regarded institution in this community here in North Bay, and I think uh, we're lucky to be here, and they're lucky to have us. So I think it's good that we're kind of working on that relationship. Um, do you guys have any like um, community events that you prefer? I know we've all kind of been through the athletic. Uh, we've all been athletes here in Nipissing, so is there anything that really stood out to you? Like I know going out uh, during Christmas time in the, the hospital is always like one of my favorite things to do, and that's one of the big ones. Is there anything that for you guys that really st like stand out? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know the men's volleyball team, we do a thing with the gathering place where we go there. Uh, we haven't done it this year yet, but last year we did it quite a bit where we go to the gathering place, uh, help volunteers serve food to the homeless um that's a really good one that i like um yeah we do quite a bit of things uh we're going to sturgeon falls we're going to a school there in february to nice. kind of hang out with the kids do some volleyball stuff speak to them so that'll be really exciting as well uh one of my favorite events a couple of them actually are at the beginning of our season for soccer um we actually run a soccer practice for uh some of the north bay youth soccer for one of their girls teams we've done that the past couple years um, so that's always fun, make, like getting them involved and just playing soccer, having fun with them. And then they kind of get to see you in like a mentor role model and see that, hey, I can do that. I can play soccer uh, at a high level. So that's always cool. Um, I love going out for the North Bay Christmas parade. Done that yeah. four years now, walking through the slush on what seems like a five kilometer hike, but probably isn't actually that far. But it's always super fun seeing the community out and everyone's smiling faces and all the cute kids and a couple cute dogs out. So nice. That one's fun. And then um, the other one would be Bell Let's Talk. Um, yeah. Which is actually coming up at the end of this month. So looking forward to that as well. Well, I guess I might as well add my one in there too. Um, I gotta agree with uh, her there and say probably the Christmas parade. I'm a five-year uh, Christmas parade veteran. <laughs> uh, a lot of parades went down there. I'm a big Christmas guy, so I never miss that one. I volunteered myself. Um, and other than that, we did a, every year. I think multiple teams do this, but we always do a little food drive. Uh, we do uh, one for the city food bank, and then we do one for the new Sioux food bank, and that's one I like. You know, I just think being able to help, uh, you know, give some food to students that you know we walk the halls with that might need a helping hand. So, being a student, I think we can all agree we kind of know the struggles of it sometimes, and some people are in situations that are, you know, a little harder than um, others. So it's nice to just give back and know that you're doing something for someone that's close to you. So. I really enjoy that, but honestly, there's any of these events that we're talking about are, are, are just great initiatives that we're all great to be part of here. And I think, you know, it starts with that. You start giving back to the community. You know, the community sees that involvement. We start getting some more fans in our stands, yep. and, you know, it just builds that relationship. So I don't know. I think it's a great initiative by our school having this athletic community or committee, sorry, SAC. <laughs> so, um, and we're, so that was just something that all the team captains had to get involved of, and you both being captains were just kind of walked into it or... Yeah, like I, the veto sent out an email and he just wanted one or two representatives from each team. Uh, as a captain, I immediately volunteered. I thought it was something that I really wanted to be a part of and something where we could kind of change the school a little and make it special for years to come. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, I think we're, you know, making good strides here. And yeah, definitely. I think w one thing that I, this is my one recommendation as a university, um, not uh -oh. something that I can't provide really, but if we just had a, like, I don't know, we need to get a little bit, maybe a little bit more deep into the social media or something type like that. Mm -hmm. Like, 
because we have an unreal campus. We have an unreal athletic center. We're lucky to have amazing programs with good coaching staffs that we do. And like, we just need like an unreal drone video coming over the hill. I was, as soon as you said, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking sick. a drone. No? Well, yeah. the women's soccer team had a sick we video had, that one time. Yeah, you ever we, seen that video? Yeah. We yeah, got yeah. a drone out. We got um, we somebody in the local community. <laughs> we don't own the drone. Yeah. <laughs> we got somebody, in, and we also, it wasn't actually supposed to be out. So, shh. Um, no, we oh, got what? somebody in the local community out to uh, video some of our practices and games and get some cool shots. And uh, he had a drone out that we had to quickly get up in the air and get back down to get the shots that we needed. Um, but it all worked out. Stealth. So, yeah, very stealth. It was done at night, actually. Oh, that would be wow. cool, though, with yeah. the lights and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I mean, check that out on YouTube if you want. Yeah. I think I did see that, and it was sick. It was, yeah, it it's was pretty cool, sick. man, yeah. Definitely. I just feel like drone footage now is like a must. Like, yeah, it's, seen it, it's like that. <laughs> could you imagine a yeah. drone going through not just like like could you imagine like flying over your like the hockey games or like, like cool. or like In flying the through the trails at Nipissing? How cool would that be? Hey, come see our trails. If you can't make it up, here's a drone video of what you're missing. Follow the skiers on the <laughs> oh race. Wouldn't that, 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 that would be so cool. cool. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. Someone get in the bus. Like, you see Tuovo like following the guys with the with the drone behind He's like them. Talking like, to yeah, Mike yeah. through it. Yeah. Harder! Yeah. <laughs> it's coming up behind you, guys. That would be sick. Yeah, it'd be wild. We're just brainstorming. That's all this show is. It's not even a podcast. It's a brainstorming we session. We need more drones. Yeah. <laughs> we need a Definitely. budget for drones. You know? <laughs> Seriously. That'd be sick. But, um, Did you imagine Doc flying the drones? No. <laughs> well, we have it for a day. Man, we have to get Doc on at some point. We're just talking about it. we got to get him on here. Yeah, Doc's like, he's like, almost like a mythical legend. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. know if we're going to get him on the microphone. He's there. He's a white whale. He's like a myth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A great white buffalo. Yeah. He's the one that got away. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I, I think it's just great to touch on both your involvement there with the uh, the Student Athletic Advisory Committee. But uh, both of you, you know, being fourth year varsity athletes, I think there's a lot to talk about there. And uh, I was just talking to Mikhail before we got started here. So you just finished your fourth season. And now you're toggling the idea of maybe a fifth year, a little victory lap oh, action. Is this breaking news? Can we It is not breaking official? news. Oh. It, is, it is well known. <laughs> okay, well, it's breaking news now. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I plan on uh, coming back and uh, continuing my education in Teachers College uh, here at Nipissing. Um, just kind of waiting to get the approval in uh, February that I got in. I ah. uh, really hope that I get in because this is also the only school I applied to. So, oh, you'll be fine. Cheers. <laughs> Show will pull some strings for you. <laughs> Um, and then Mason yourself, obviously, you know, being a four-year four, four year athlete as well, so just touch on that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Like Michaela, I'm probably going to do a victory lap and then do another victory lap after that with Teachers College. So <laughs> Join the club, buddy. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll be good. Um, yeah, looking forward to one last kick at, the, kick at the can next year and see if we can do something special. So Absolutely. Well, Mason, you got a pretty cool hat on right now. Uh, what's it say on the hat? It says... The world-famous city of Amsterdam, the ultimate city of freedom. <laughs> so our team took a trip to the Netherlands over Christmas break to play some volleyball, go some, see some sightseeing. Uh, it was an unreal trip. It was probably the best time of our, my life, and yeah, it was something I'll never forget for sure. So how was that? You guys all uh, from Toronto? Yeah, so we all met in Toronto at the airport on Boxing Day. We flew out to Amsterdam, got there at 7 in the morning, then took a two-hour uh, bus ride to Appledorn where we were playing. Uh, so by that time, it's about 10, 10.30, and we had a game at 3, I believe. So none of us slept, <laughs> and we played volleyball all day, and you know we were just messes at the end of the night. But <laughs> How'd it go? How did the games go? It was good. We ended up getting silver, unfortunately, at the tournaments. But, uh, With zero sleep. Zero sleep. That's pretty impressive. So, <laughs> Yeah, it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and yeah, it was crazy. That's awesome, man. Yeah, the finals, we were playing in front of well over a 1,000 people, and really? you know Europe, they're always clapping and yeah, shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dancing and stuff. Really cool experience. So. Nice. What was the level of volleyball like? Was you know Were you impressed with how good the teams you were playing, or were you guys kind of a, maybe impressed of how well you just stepped right in and played? Uh, I think it was a younger, like the tournament was a little bit younger. Uh, it was a U19 tournament, but yeah, the teams were really good they played well and yeah there were some pretty close games for sure so we were definitely impressed with the level of play there right on so it wasn't just all volleyball you get to see some sights how was it going was it your first time over to europe or yeah absolutely yeah. so after the tournament we bust back to amsterdam and we got to see all the sites there got to do some river canal tours uh the anne frank house uh the van gogh museum so we oh. did a lot of cool stuff got to see some really cool artwork and yeah it was it was crazy to see so 
That's unreal. How long were you guys there for? Uh, we were there for seven days, so cool. yeah, it was short, short trip, but it was, yeah, like I said, the best time of my life for sure. So. Some of the best trips were when you get to go with your team. Like, I, I got to go to California. I know it's not the same thing, but just going to California with the soccer team and just kind of, like, checking that out and going out and, you know, like I said, sightseeing. and Everything you're doing is just more fun, right? Cause you're you're not with this soccer team? No, with uh, oh, okay. my club team, yeah. But... Uh, then you guys get to do a couple of nice trips through every year. You know, you go to the, the States a couple of times. Like, it's nice to, to be yeah. around the guys. And it, it brings a different element to the team afterwards, Absolutely. I feel like. You got, you always get a little closer when you get to do those uh, extra long road trips. Yeah. And, and it brings yeah, the team together. Sure. Yeah, we came back after the trip. And immediately, you could tell we're a little bit tighter as yeah. a group. And, yeah, we have memories that we can share with each other for a lifetime. So Exactly, yeah. Somebody's going to be telling them a story at a wedding at some point about oh, this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what a trip. Yeah. That's, that's an unbelievable yeah. trip. <laughs> I'm just glad to hear that you all, it sounds like you all had a great time. Yeah, so. exactly. And then, you know, I was just talking, you're only halfway through your season, you know, mm. get out there to Europe, get geared up for the second half. You were saying big weekend as well, right, Mace? Yeah, big weekend, we got U of T tomorrow night at 8 in Toronto, and then we're back home on Sunday against York at 3. That's a big one, it's kind of a do or die game for us, so get get your pots and pans out and see what happens so so being a fourth year and being the the cheddar bomb now um <laughs> what have you noticed like tell us a little bit about the program in your four years you know have you had uh yeah the program it's grown a lot since i've been here in terms of just like i don't know off court stuff on court stuff we've really come a long way in being organized as a team and yeah it's been a pretty cool experience watching the program grow for the last four years so i think we're on the right track and we're Hopefully building towards that OUA championship we've been striving for. So well, and hopefully you stick around for a fifth year and just keep yeah. building, building exactly. towards that, right? <laughs> yeah. I was. I will say one thing before I ask Mikhail a couple of questions, yeah. but I was. I come to the gym the other day on Saturday because I didn't have a game, and I was like, "Oh, I'll catch some volleyball." I come literally the dead window when there's nothing going on. It was in between their games. <laughs> no, and I'm just—I was on the elliptical getting my shed on, and <laughs> I'm just watching you guys doing the warm up, and I, I'm sitting there with my jaw on the floor of the warm up. <laughs> Oh, it's unbelievable. If, if I did that warm-up, I'd, I'd be in the shower. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, you texted me that. I texted him. I was like, if I did this, I'd have to go home and take gold up. I wouldn't be able to play a hockey, hockey if I had to warm up this much. So you guys definitely take care of your bodies, and I just say it's great to see. It's great to watch. Yeah, it's awesome. But, yeah, like you said, victory lap, fifth year next year. Hopefully we can get into the playoffs, and like you guys know, anything can happen there. And yeah. hopefully we come out on top next year and hopefully this year as well so absolutely yeah, looking forward to the next half of the season and yeah for sure well best of all we needed someone to come on and quickly touch on the european trip so thank you yeah, so much for doing that. that and then uh Mikhail, fifth year maybe for year as well what is it looking like you know and ask you the same question that he did you know four years i can't imagine you ever play on the same soccer team in your life for four straight seasons so it's kind of cool to just sit there and maybe look back and see how it's changed over the years like oh but i have never mind nope. she has <laughs> like the same team since i was probably 12 so um and then i actually go back and play with some of those girls in the summer but to see this program grow over four years the change from like when i was in my first year even just the team culture in general forget the on the field stuff team culture has changed a lot uh, but then on the field like when i came in it's it been in a little bit of a playoff drought for for a few years, right. and then my third year, we actually made playoffs, and it was the first Hosted. time the program had ever been able to host a game. Yeah. So that was pretty sweet. That was last season, right? That was last yeah. season. We came out and won that one, and then unfortunately lost in the second round. Um, so that was a fourth place finish. And then the the team has made playoffs in years past, but never had they made it in back-to-back -back years. Mm -hmm. So this year, not only did we make it back-to-back -back years, uh, but we were actually able to host again and had our highest finish in third. But unfortunately, we got upset in the first round, uh, which was a bit of a heartbreaker. But uh, we did have a lot of injuries this season, so to finish as high as we did and do as well as we did was awesome. And a ton of first years, right? I was going to say, yeah, young we did. team. Um, we had we have overall nine first years and then two girls who actually came in um in teachers college so technically fifth years yeah um so yeah it was it was a young team um but i think we did really really well and i think that's only going to build on for next season next season's definitely going to be a push for final four for sure that's wicked yeah no i love to hear like that you said back-to-back -back playoff appearances and then with the turnover that you had coming in this season i think that's quite impressive so definitely stick and you're a goalie right yeah so you know stick around keep maybe. a keep a Keep, she's a keeper. <laughs> is that a thing? Like, you, if you say goalie, in like soccer, our goalie like coach a... back home, if I say goalie, he'll just rip me apart. 
Like, he'll be like, get out of my office. Like, don't talk to me. Yeah, he like he started a meeting once. Be like, who's our new goalie or keeper coach? Wow, I almost blew it there. He goes, uh, if I hear anybody say goalie, I'm not going to answer your question. Oh, okay. I, like you know, that. I was like, oh, wow. I'll yeah. never say goalie Bring again. Bring the heat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not too picky about it is what it is. You're a goalie, you're a keeper, you're a goalkeeper, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Exactly. You're the person between between the posts. You're the so. cog in the machine that keeps it all running. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And, um I just think I, it was great to get out and see a couple of games in that beautiful field out there. Yeah. So I just think, you know, it's, you know, that you can tell in your four years, it must have been pretty sweet coming from, you know, playing on that uh, field before. And then, you mean the mud pit? Yeah. <laughs> the swamp? <laughs> Quite a bit of a what they call it? The jungle? The jungle, jungle. yeah. I used to, My used first to come year, play the jungle. Remember, for, first game I started, we were playing in pouring rain against UIT. Uh, UIT Pro, yeah. And I went to slide and I slid out of my box. That's how what <laughs> it was. Just gone. There's some classic battles in the jungle, man. It was awesome. Some of the memories are great, but I definitely would have taken this oh, <laughs> field over that. Yeah. Field, <laughs> yeah. A little bit yeah. nicer. Yeah, yeah. Just got to get that bubble. The game changes. Yeah, yeah true. Get a roof on or play year round. <laughs> yeah. 20 game soccer season. You heard it here. If you don't call someone, make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> the Quebec side actually plays two seasons. You know that? They, yeah, they play a, a spring uh, like a season. spring really? and a winter or whatever. Yeah. They yeah. play two seasons. Like the RSEQ or whatever they're yeah. called? Yeah. They they play in they play two different seasons so yeah. they play full size field indoors. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty interesting. Like, All right, yeah. let's go UA. We need this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. Someone listen to us. <laughs> well, our spring in North Bay, there's still three feet of snow on the ground. So <laughs> yeah, true. Why we happen. need the bubble? Retractable yeah. <laughs> <laughs> roof. Like winter's just getting started, people. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It really is. Yeah. Now I will. Both of you not being from North Bay was Nipissing something that was kind of on your radar. Did Nipissing find you? Did you define uh, Yeah, so I got a cool little story. So the former assistant coach of the men's volleyball team is actually the principal of my high school now. So that's kind of how I found really? out about Nipissing. Who's this? What? Uh, Name Mike drop? Lee. Mike Lee, okay, cool. Yeah, so he used to be the assistant coach. Uh, he recommended me to coach Young, and yeah, the rest is history. Coach wow. gave me a call. I flew out and spent a couple of days and signed on the spot, so... Yeah, that's unreal. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty sweet story. And what about yourself? I right, top that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't quite have that small town connection. Um, I actually didn't know really where I wanted to go to school. I was looking both uh, Canadian and American, but I think Canadian education, that was going to win out. Um, so I was looking at Canadian schools and I was at a tournament and uh, one of my friends on my team was actually talking to Nipissing and uh, she told me, oh, like they're interested in you, like, should I give them your email and stuff? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? We'll see where this goes. And five years later, yeah, (laughs) five years later, here I am. So yeah, that, that's how that one worked out. Nice. So I think one of the first meetings I actually had with the coaches, they offered to buy me food and I probably said, sign me there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, they get you with the food. (laughs) Wine and dine. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome though. Um, talking about, just go from there. I'll edit it. Right. Um, some great insight here, folks. Uh, but uh, before we let both of these fine, fine athletes go, I just want to quickly just touch on, you know, what else we have going on as an athletic community uh, the rest of the, the month of January. So just kind of tell us about uh, some events we have coming our way. Yeah, so we mentioned Shoot for the Cure, the women's hockey's military game. So those are both this weekend, Friday, Saturday. Um, obviously, men's volleyball, they've got their big playoff push against uh, York here on Sunday. But... Um, Coming up, so Bell Let's Talk uh, is at the end of the month. The day is January 29th, so make sure you guys are all tweeting, talking, doing all that stuff. But uh, Athletics is going to be running an event um, that we're going to let you guys know about shortly. We're kind of keeping that under wraps right now uh, so we get a little closer to, try and keep you guys in a little suspense here. Uh, But it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, And then all of the Bell Let's Talk games for Varsity Athletics are going to be held on January 31st. Um, so make sure you guys get out to those. And uh, then on the 1st of February, actually, the men's hockey game, so Harps should know about this, um, are going <laughs> to be having a consent game. So they're going to be uh, some stuff out about what consent is. There's going to be a couple little, uh, I don't know if you want to call them prizes, but if you want to call them loot bags or whatever, there go, yeah. uh, there's going to be a couple little uh, giveaways of stuff there. Um, so that's a good game to get out to as well. Definitely. 
Absolutely. Lots going on. So no excuse not to see you there. Yeah, exactly. And we want to say thank you, too, for the hard work you guys do. Like, I know that that program, it is probably fun, too, to get involved in stuff, but it is a lot of work at the same time. So I appreciate you guys doing that because it adds a lot to the community and and to our own Lakers community as well. So thank you for all your work. Appreciate it. Well, thank you guys for having us. It's yeah, no, awesome. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's been a lot of laughs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks to both of you again. And uh, maybe we'll be able to have both of you on again sometime. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. Ask us, uh, ask us in a year how our fifth years went. Yeah, there you go. We'll be on Skype. We'll give you a yeah, call, we'll from, uh, call from, <laughs> from Alberta and Ottawa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for this interview. Another great one in the bank. So thanks for tuning in, folks. Bingo. I know. Big thank you to Michaela and Mason for uh, making an appearance on this week's episode of The Lake Show. And I just want to reiterate some of the great events and uh, activities that they were talking about while they were on. So this Friday... Um, there's going to be a pep rally at 5.30, and that'll be before the 6 o'clock tip-off for the shoot for the Cure game. And I'd also like to remind you that there is a bar night going on after for Nipissing students and a bus all night for those with a Nipissing University student ID going from campus to the Summit and the Voyager. That'll be going, there'll be buses going, shuttle there and back all night long. So if you want to uh, take part in the game, see some great activities, but you want you don't want your night to stop at the uh, conclusion of the athletics, folks, do we have an option for you? <laughs> yep, we I have know. some stuff. I think it's going to be stopping a couple of stops. I, I can't remember exactly where they are, but it's going to be going through the ghetto and a couple of the things. So if you're even if you're going home and you want to hop back on later, you want to get on the mm-hmm. loop, hop back on and get to the bar. It's going to be yeah. a, a little cheaper than getting a cab for this yeah. weekend. So thank you to Nusu for setting that up. Yeah, seriously. Great. And then you know what? Save it on the on the cabs there, you know. Making a little bit of an effort for the students to have a good night. Everything counts, right? Everything counts, absolutely. So again, thank you so much, Michaela and Mason, for coming on for a great interview. Uh, that was fun. Dissected some great school events. And here we are, salty. Um, lots going on in the sports world, you know. Lots going on in the world, you yes, know, sir. in general. Yeah. Um, uh, we just saw maybe the Battle of Alberta get reignited to. Yeah, a point let's talk that about that back home. You're, I got to uh, touch on that. Quote. Yeah, absolutely. Because man, I'm not joking. I've never, I've never seen like this happen days ago, and they still won't stop talking about it. To like, me, like this is for me when I was like for the Battle of Ontario when Alfie destroyed Tucker from behind, and this whole thing blew up, and like that was right in my prime. This yeah. is like what it can be for the Battle of Alberta too. Well, I think it's honestly any emotion in the game right yeah. now is good yeah. because I don't know. January exactly doesn't produce the most yes, you know true. exciting games sometimes yeah. in the NHL. You know, we're pretty much in like the dog days of the season. You know, almost that halfway point or past the halfway point, I guess, but just there past and. I don't know. It was kind of nice to get a little bit of emotion in there. I, everyone's got a big problem with it, but at the end of the day, I think it's just hockey. Like, you know, you look at a guy like Kachuk, he's taking two runs of the big man, Cassian. Yeah. Anyone who knows anything about Zach Cassian, like, that's the last guy who's going to take body like that. Yeah. Do something about it. <laughs> so I don't even know why we're surprised. You know, he gets his two games. You can agree with it or you can't, but, like, obviously they're going to suspend him for two to, two games the right. way the game's going and stuff like that. But, you know, in my opinion, you know, he. <laughs> Kachuk's, you know, taking runs like that, you know, you're going to take liberties with him, you know, don't be expecting him not, you know, not to get tossed around like a little teenager like he did, so <laughs> I just think it was good for the game, and uh, we're all going to be excited for January 29th, I, uh, you know, hope to be able to watch that game, that'll be a big one. Interesting, so. eh, that they suspend him two games, first game back. I know, it just works out perfectly yeah. with the All-Star game, so yeah. that should be a fun one, I'm hoping there's some fireworks and definitely something to check out, but uh yeah. What are your thoughts though? Like, where you want to dig into it a little bit or what? Well, I just think you can look at it from because it is a little controversial right now. I mean, like people are taking a couple sides to it. So, what do you think? Personally, like, I don't think you really need to suspend the guy. Like, mm-hmm. Kachuk obviously could have fought, could have dropped his gloves, but he doesn't. They end up getting a uh, four-minute power play from it, which they score, score on and go game. on to win yeah. the game. So, I mean, I thought maybe that the damage had already been done. Like, do you really need to suspend him for that? Like, right. I don't know. Like. Again, he was trying to, like, take liberties on a guy that was, you know, taking runs at him. And that first hit that Kachuk had, like, if you saw in slow motion, like, I don't care. Like, imagine if he was doing that to Connor McDavid, he'd be in, oh. he'd be in prison. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be yes. in jail. So, I don't know, a guy gets his uh, his bell rung again. His bucket goes flying off for a second time. Yeah, like, tighten that up, though, first of all. Like, how can you get in that bucket? That's about a 4,500, no visor. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. But I just think, I don't know. 
if you're Cassian, you're getting your bucket popped off again in the exact same spot. Like yeah. you're probably going to be yeah, shedding your mitts. Yeah. But I laugh, man. Kachuk's quote could have been more perfect. It was like, <laughs> what did he say? It was something like, it was like, well, you know, I just want to get hit, stay off the track. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that. Like, yeah. Third time I got him there, you think he'd learn after the first one? I, I, he's like, well, what did he say? And he's like, we'll take the power play and the goal, and you know, we'll and, and the win. win. We'll move into yeah. first place. I thought that was hilarious. That's so. what we need more of this in sport and in hockey do. in general, right? Because like basketball kind of has NFL will kind of dip into it here and there, but the NHL doesn't enough. So just no. add that to it and it just adds excitement like you said especially in january when you know it's before the all-star game before the trade deadline before playoffs are kind of yeah. getting hot so it's nice to get something going it's good for sports in general i think also then you look at uh like i don't know both sides of it they're both yapping in the media like mm-hmm. cassian get a little uh, like you know swearing a bit yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah get a little had, chippy there had no shame you know saying exactly what he thought of him and i think yeah. that you know there's nothing wrong with having that honesty that some hate in the game you know it makes it a little exciting so to, i'll be the devil's advocate here though so the game is changing it's going a different direction where does this like what does this do to it i don't know I, this is what i don't like is just like because you know you go on twitter anyone that has twitter like hockey twitter's you know yeah. the worst yeah <laughs> they just yap about everything and it's always people that don't really watch the game it's, yeah. it's it's fans that don't watch it every night that are complaining about what's going on and they don't understand it whatever and i don't care if you don't like it or whatever then don't watch it mm. then don't like i don't one thing i don't like about uh I just feel like hockey or some sports in general, like they're trying to cater to a market that doesn't spend any money on them. Right. Like they're trying to please people that don't affect their ratings, mm-hmm. don't affect the money they're making to begin with. Like I understand, yeah, you might need to do that to bring in new fans yeah. and stuff, but like if these are these people aren't the ones spending money on your sport, putting money in your pocket, who cares? Why are we trying to, you know, please them? Yeah, I think there's a there's a good there's an interesting debate going on of like if they're trying to make hockey a mainstream sport. And if it's supposed to be mainstream sport, why are we trying to make? Like, that's what I'm right. Like that's the thing. Like some people will say, like don't don't make it one of those sports. We don't need it. And then others, obviously, the business side of it, like money, 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 is what we're trying to get to, right? So it's kind of like that back and forth of are we keeping the old school uh, culture or are we trying to make it about more about money? So I don't know. It's an interesting debate. It really is because if you do make it, trying to make it mainstream, then you lose the real fans that were there since the beginning, right? So I don't know. Are you trying to find that happy medium? I'm not sure. I just think like why can't we just enjoy a sport for what it is? Yeah. Why do we have to change it? You know, we're always yeah. changing it. Like I find that I love baseball. I think I've said this on this show before. I love baseball. Like they, they're traditional. Yeah. They don't change their game often. They obviously have. And, yeah. But now they're looking at things like robot umpires and stuff like that'll be crazy. But like mm-hmm. for the most part, they still use wooden bats. They've been, you know, introduced to all this technology that they could have taken and used. Yeah. But for a majority of the game, you can compare players from now to eras 50 years ago in baseball, technically. True. And, you know, it, you can make that comparison. Whereas, you know, I don't think you can in hockey and whatnot. You yeah, know, everything's true. changed so much. And, Especially technology. With and you know and what? Like I'm talking about baseball. I'm not a baseball mind. Like, some guy could be laughing at me as I say right. that. But, the, you know, I'm just saying they keep things pretty traditional. And I just find, you know, hockey's very open to change, which I don't know. Like, I don't know. We're comparing, like, we're comparing, like, McDavid to, you know, Gretzky and stuff. But, like, literally, like, the rules are completely different. It's a different sport almost. They have three-on-three overtime. Like, they have all this stuff. Like, imagine if he he played in the rules we did now, he probably would have had a 1,000 more points. Like, everything is about getting more goals in the game. We always have this situation that speed is good, scoring is good, and we need more of that. And then now you look at we got rid of the neutral zone, you got rid of the red line, you open up the game, the lockout 10 years ago changes the rules. Now guys are flying around, like, with more speed they've ever had in their life. Yeah. And we're wondering why there's a bunch of collisions getting more, you know, people hurt and stuff. So I don't know. Speed, speed's been this good thing, but I don't know. Is speed safe? Like, yeah. Knows? Well, we were chatting about it off the air too, right? Like the how the NHL stops showing a lot of stuff. Like you'll you'll see every time there's a melee or there's a little bit of a brawl. Sometimes I'll cut to commercial. The, the cameras won't be on them, right? So. I I have, I have the NHL live. I tried to go watch the highlights. The you know Calgary Edmonton game. Yeah. There you can't. They don't show. It's a five minute clip. They don't show yeah. anything of that action that happened. And, I don't know. I was listening to Spit and Chicklets, and they made a good point. I heard them say something like, "They can't show any of that stuff because they're currently being sued yeah. for concussions and whatnot," which makes sense, you yeah. know. But like, it's it a business, right? That's I guess. T- that's tough. But I guess yeah. that does make sense. You know, I used to always complain about that being like, "Why can't we like we're showing highlights? We're not even showing what actually happened." Up there. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I doesn't make sense why you can't put that in the highlights, but it's just weird. You know, it's just there's so many arguments out now. You don't even want to like really. You don't even want to speak on it too much because then it puts you onto one side of the argument and yeah. gives your opinion some grain on some, you know. You look at guys like Daniel Carcillo and stuff, all these guys oh, like man, yeah. donating all their time to, you yeah. know, saying how bad concussions are and, you know, what the how, what the game needs to change. And, you mm-hmm. know, there's obviously changes that need to be made. But, you know, it's just – there's a lot of things going on. A lot of, and I, th- I feel like a lot of people are 
giving their opinion without solutions. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. That's kind of like we're just talking about society in general, though. You know, we were talking about that in the intro as well. What you just said is kind of just puts us in a nutshell. But um, I don't know. Maybe we bring Mac and Chris on at some point and we'll have them a little discussion about concussions and uh, where that's the future of that is. And we can have, continue this debate. What do you think? I think so, too. I think it, yeah. and I just I will say again, I just feel like it's so well known, like as an athlete, like I remember growing up young playing like, you know, you heard of what a concussion was, you know, you get your bell run and you heard that's when you hurt your head. But then you. I think from a very young age, I think, and I, I'm speaking for myself, but I bet it was, you know, mm-hmm. you could say the same, that I feel like I had a very good education of what a concussion was and, yeah. and what they meant. And, you know, we're aware of them now and we take such great precautions and we have, you know, baseline testing and all this stuff that we can, you know, look back on when we're like, you know, seeing if someone is yeah. hurt. So, and we're probably the first generation to go through that, right? Concussions are awful, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you can't say that we haven't made great lengths. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But even just like for us in mouth guards like mouth guards when i started playing hockey was the first big thing to attack concussions and now they're noticing that it has almost zero impact towards it right like it's really? more about your teeth yeah so different things like that where we've, we've we keep you know that evolution going and keep learning and like we said at the start you know that's what universities are here for absolutely we're doing those studies absolutely yeah. awesome well you know what salty we uh we covered a lot of topics here and i you know i think we put together a great show 100 percent um we are going to be back next week with another um, very interesting guest. Yeah. We don't know who it is yet. <laughs> um, but we'll get someone on. Um, folks, we love doing this. As always, I think we did get to cover quite a bit yeah. of good school topics here today. And, you know, we had some fun. Um, yeah. I don't know. So I'll tell you, we don't need to go any further than that. Right? Yeah. Show up to show up to the shoot for the Cure game. If you see me there, come come say hello. I'll have a microphone my, probably in your face at that point, And you can talk to the whole oh, crowd, I'd too. I'd love to see some video of you on that. <laughs> I won't be there, unfortunately. But I'd yeah. love to just see you with that mic in your hand, confident. <laughs> Calling it as it is, really, is how I'll Maybe I'll go full suit. I think you should. Yeah. Look classy. <laughs> Throw it out there. Like or go, or, yeah. Or just, like, color my whole body pink or something like that. Just wear body paint. Yeah. <laughs> Looked like a flamingo out there. That'd be hot. Yeah. All right. We should right, definitely anyways, cut this yeah, off. Anyways, folks, thanks so much. Episode 28. <laughs> what else do you want to know? Stay salty.